Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. God bless. I wanted to come in this morning and talk about why now? Why do we believe now that the rapture is about to happen, that the seven-year tribulation is going to kick off, and we're at the end of life as we know it so far? Why do we believe that now? Because I'm hearing a lot of, as the Bible warned us, scoffers in the final days, laughing about it and saying, things are as they always were. It's never going to happen. It never has happened. Therefore, it never will happen. And most of the time, the people who say this are people who have never read the Bible. And it spurred something in me that there is actually quite a lot of evidence, not only in the Bible, but also in what's happening in the world now, that makes it very clear that the time we're in now is very, very different than any other time period we've been in. And it's the now 2023 based on the time frame of the bible that is why we believe we are at the moment of the rapture and the seven-year tribulation so if i asked you what year it is you would all immediately say it's 2023 a.d every single person on the planet right now knows that why why is it 2023 what does that mean and what does 2023 a.d mean a.d is latin anno Domini. It is Latin for the year of the Lord. That means 2023 AD is based on the estimated date of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So whether you're an atheist, whether you have chosen Jesus Christ or not, whether you believe in the scripture or not, every single aspect of your life has been based on a time clock that is focused and centered on Jesus Christ. Every single person on the planet is under the same clock, and that clock is based on the estimated birth of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Now, in Isaiah 46, 9 through 10, God says, I have declared the end from the beginning. There are two very critical things that we learn from that line. The first one is, there is an end. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that this world is infinite, that it will go on and on and on and on and on forever. It says the opposite. There is an end. The second thing we learn from that line is God declared the end from the beginning. In other words, in the very beginning of scripture, he told us the end. What's the very first thing in scripture? Genesis. What does Genesis tell us? God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. That is the mathematical blueprint of the time clock of God. It is the typology that we follow. The prophet Daniel explains that a day to the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. So if you add that onto the seven day creation plan that God told us from the beginning, which declares the end, it's 6,000 years for man with a final thousand years is Jesus Christ returning and reigning 7,000 years later. So if you look at this mathematical blueprint that we were given of the end from the beginning, you look at when Jesus was born. Jesus came to the planet in the 4,000th year. So there are 2,000 years left after Jesus was crucified, before the final thousandth year when Jesus comes back to rule. We're also told in Revelation as well as Daniel that there is a seven-year period at the very end of the 6,000th year before the final thousand years of, of life on this planet. That seven-year period is called the Great Tribulation or Jacob's Trouble. Revelation tells us what is going to happen during that seven-year period before 
the final thousand years millennial reign of Christ. So if you look at that mathematically, there is a debate on when exactly Jesus was crucified. I tend to believe that it was 30 AD, but there is agreement that it was either 30 AD, 31 AD, or 32 AD. I think that it was 30 AD. So if you take that from the day Christ was crucified, 30 AD, and you go forward 2,000 years, where does that bring you? That brings you to 2030. That would be the marker for the final millennial reign of 1,000 years of Christ. That's Christ's second coming. But you have to backtrack seven years for the rapture and the tribulation, because the tribulation happens in the last seven years of the 6,000 years of life. So if you backtrack seven years from 2030, where does that bring you? 2023. Now, that would mean that because scripture says true believers are not appointed to wrath, we will be kept from the hour of wrath. True believers are not part of that. So before the seven-year tribulation can begin, according to the promises of scripture, true believers have to be raptured out. This is the first time in the history of our planet that we have been or possibly are at the very end of the 6,000 years that God laid out for man on this earth. Even though the rapture is always imminent and could happen at any time. There are many, many clues about why the rapture happens and when it happens. The original Greek word for the rapture is the word harpazo. Harpazo is Greek and it means to suddenly snatch away. It also has a meaning to it that has to do with a sudden rescue. It's a sudden snatching away to rescue. So with that in mind, and looking at everything that is happening. I know, you know, when you look at the seven-year covenant of Daniel, which, by the way, COP28 is happening, is starting again today. COP28 is the next meeting in Dubai of all of these countries to reconfirm a seven-year covenant with many, which is all of these countries trying to get together and actually start implementing Agenda 2030. That's talked about in Daniel is something that has to happen right before the seven-year tribulation. And they really are implementing this. So again, believers who are watching right now are not just taking the Bible in a vacuum. We're taking the Bible and we are looking at what's actually happening. And again, looking at God's timeline of 2030, don't you find it interesting that there is this huge, urgent, evil, global push towards 2030. So to me, the fact that there is such a push for 2030 reconfirms again to me that 2030 is the beginning of the final thousand year reign of Christ, which means if you back up seven years, the rapture has to happen in 2023, if that's true. I used to believe because of Daniel that the rapture, wow, the sky is beautiful, that the rapture was dependent on the seven-year covenant being agreed to. I know that the seven-year covenant is extremely important for the rapture. However, I don't believe that the seven-year covenant by itself is the trigger for the rapture because of the fact that in the Greek, harpazo has an urgency of a rescue to it. Just because they agree to start implementing all of this horrible, evil tyranny on the world, in that moment doesn't mean that that's when we have to be saved. I personally think that the peace and safety lull that is that we've been warned about when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction is going to come upon them. I think 
the trigger for the rapture is when there is a deceitful peace and safety that the enemies of Israel hide under and launch a unified attack against Israel that would, but for God, destroy them. And I think at that moment, just before Israel is about to be attacked, I think, this is my guess, I think that's when God steps in with the rapture and with the rapture, sudden destruction comes upon because the rapture is fantastic and beautiful for believers in Christ. But if you are left behind, it is going to be sudden destruction. It is going to be horrible. It is going to be the kickoff point of the seven year tribulation. And I think with that rapture, that's the supernatural move that God makes that saves Israel and starts hell on earth for the people who did not believe during the age of grace. And again, I bring this up because so many people are scoffing and saying, oh, something like that has never happened. We've never seen something like that before. Therefore, it could never happen. I urge you, if you find yourself doubting that the rapture could actually happen, that the seven-year tribulation could actually happen, that the second coming of Christ could actually happen, I strongly urge you to pick up your Bible and read it. Read Daniel, read Isaiah, read Ezekiel, read Psalms, read Genesis, and do the math. We are at the end of the 6,000-year plan. That's not made up. That's in Scripture. God declared the end from the beginning for a reason, so that we would know, because we, brethren, are not in darkness. We are of the light. We will know the season if we pay attention. Please place your faith in Jesus Christ. Your time is running out so fast. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. And the last thing I want to do is I, I know some people who who say, well, if the rapture happens, then I'll know this is all real, and then I'll believe. Not only will believing in Christ during the tribulation cost you your life, God tells us that when the true believers are removed from this planet, and this planet is left with all the people who chose not to believe, God is going to send an extremely strong delusion so that those people believe even more the lie that they've held on to. So if you can't believe now, with all the truth around you, it is highly unlikely that you're going to be able to believe when you are doused with lie after lie after lie about what happened. So just be aware that the deception and the lies are going to quadruple as soon as the rapture happens. Finding truth, you're not going to be able to do it. If you can't find it now, when that truth is out there, you're not going to be able to find it when they take all the truth away. Like I said, please get your Bible. Please pick it up. Please read 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. Place your faith in Jesus Christ while you still have time. And as I always say, if you have questions about salvation, Robert Breaker's video, Misunderstanding Salvation, is a perfect video for you to watch. All right. I love you guys. Stay strong. Keep your eyes up because Jesus is coming.